Good evening and welcome to the Sacred Living Podcast where we do the best we can to bring a little bit of the sacred to your everyday life. Here we go. Hey, happy Sunday everybody. I had a really interesting week. I haven't been watching a lot of television, but what I have been kind of keeping my eye on is if anything interesting comes up on Netflix. And well, the Bulls from the 90s, oh, Air Jordan was just a dominant force, probably the best basketball player that there ever has been, at least in my lifetime. And I can remember, oh, he would get in the Pistons way. I can remember cheering our Pistons on when I was a kid. And oh, that Michael Jordan, he just got in his way, in our way, the best that he could. And It was hard to stay agitated at him because it was like a sight to behold the maneuvers that he would pull off. And when I have done all of the motivational um, speakers that I have listened to over the years, one of the things that they often go back to is Michael Jordan didn't even make his high school basketball team. Well, one of the reasons that he didn't make his team wasn't that he wasn't good. It was his attitude. His coach refused to play him, even though he had so much natural talent, because of his attitude. He didn't want to play as a team player, and he didn't want to work at it. So instead of going home and throwing the basketball in the corner and leaving it there, his mom offered him the suggestion of saying, well, you could work harder, and he chose to. And not only did he choose to work harder then, He kept choosing. And I think that that's something that we lose track of sometimes. When we make a choice in our lives, I'm going to choose to trim off pounds. I'm going to choose to do yoga every day. I'm going to choose to build a meditation practice. Sometimes we don't keep choosing. Like we might choose a day and then we're like, eh, I don't know about that. I don't really feel like it. And then you don't really hold on with both hands to why it was you started that. And then it's just gone. When Michael Jordan, and this was so fascinating to me to listen to what he had to say about his journey from high school basketball on all the way through the six championships the Bulls had, he chose day in and day out to be the best he there were days that he played where i didn't even realize this that um during one of the finals with the utah jazz he had um he was hungry there wasn't any place open he ordered a pizza and they had poisoned it he had to play the next day with food poisoning he had to really choose to show up to that game there was another day that he was having a lot of foot pain during an all-star game and and at the end of the game both of his feet were bloodied he had to choose to show up when he um I didn't remember the reason that he went from playing baseball back to basketball I didn't remember that it was the player strike and that he refused to cross the line with the other um non-union players and and so when he came back to basketball he wasn't in the shape that he needed to be in for the playoffs but that's where he ended up 
So he worked and he worked and he worked that entire summer to be ready to go the next time. And that happened to be the same summer that he was shooting the movie Space Jam. I haven't seen it yet, but I think that that might be on Netflix too. So that might be something fun to watch. They set up an entire gym for him to play. And so he would work out and play ball, shoot the movie. And then he would work out and he would play ball for sometimes 16 or more hours a day while he built that strength up. He had to choose day in and day out several times a day to keep showing up. And I think sometimes it's that's why we don't get to our potential is because it gets uncomfortable where he noticed that I'm a little drowsy in the morning, so I'm not feeling like it right away. And that, I think, is one of the really big things that gets in our way is we stop to check in with our mental manager to see if we feel like doing the things that our heart has committed us to do. And that is a major, major way that we can get derailed from our sacred lifestyle is when we allow our mental manager to get involved and get in the way of what our heart has told us this is what needs to happen. I know it has for me on several occasions. And it was fascinating because I wasn't expecting to get this message so clearly from a Netflix documentary. So I think that the sacred can really show up in our life in all kinds of serendipitous ways. And I hope it does for you this week too. Have a good one. Hey, thank you so much for the listen. I really do appreciate it. Please like and share with your friends on social media. I appreciate you getting the word out. And if you'd like more information on Young Living Essential Oils and Living a Sacred Lifestyle, look for me on Facebook, Sacred Living, and then on Instagram, Lisa.Warden. And if in general you're looking for more information on Young Living Essential Oils, Look for it at livingsacred.marketingsense.com. And the oil for today's mission is motivation or Roman chamomile. And Roman chamomile is an essential oil that is one of the main ingredients in motivation oil. That really helps us to overcome procrastination. So when you are looking for that little extra edge to make it easier to choose to do the things that help you have a sacred lifestyle than to not do them, get that motivation on your feet and legs in the morning. It'll really give you that nudge you need through the day to get all the things you choose to do done. Take good care, friends. Bye now. Welcome back to another episode of the Sacred Living Podcast, where I do the best I can to help you find a little bit of something to bring a little bit more sacred to your daily life. So here we go.
and welcome back to another episode of the Sacred Living Podcast, where we try to bring a little bit of new information to you to add a little bit more sacred to your daily life. Here we go. So this week, there's been a lot of news that has caused me to, you know, kind of scratch my head and wonder what this is all about and try and make sense of things. I'm sure that a lot of other people are trying to make sense of things also. And as I do, I keep wondering, now what's the reason for this? Why does it have to happen like this? Why does it look like this? And those just aren't questions that people have the power to answer. Those are only questions that can be answered after things have shifted. After the thing that is causing the turmoil has resolved. Those are questions we have a tendency to ask in our lives when they become chaotic and they just aren't helpful. They don't have good answers. And it reminded me of some of the information that I've been um, imbued with the last couple of years. And one of the sources was one of my conscious language teachers. And he talked about the idea of dichotomy is basically evil. And he talks about the nature, no way, the awareness of the nature of good and evil is at the root of everything that causes us tension. So when we don't choose to see, okay, this is good. All right, only good can come from this. Then we are automatically stepping out of harmony and out of tune with our life. And it also reminded me, I listened to a really good audio book a couple of years ago, and it was The Obstacle Was the Way. And that really helped me put into practice that idea that my conscious language teacher had been talking about. Because it doesn't matter what your personal obstacles have been, they play a role in what your, your life purpose is, what your destiny is all about. Some of the most awful things that people go through still play that role. And one of the things that I come back to occasionally is some of the really hard times that I had myself in high school when I had gotten bullied really badly. That was a really short time in comparison to how many years I've been able to pull from that in the strength and the courage that it took me to move forward, but also in the skills that I cultivated. I've been able to turn around and use that story for a lot of the people in my social work practice when I've been doing therapy with people. It gives people a lot of hope when the person right in front of them can say, I absolutely identify with what you're saying And here's what to do. It worked for me. It'll work for you. And while that's a pretty individual identification of an obstacle that turned into a tool for me. Whether it is that you use the skills in a particular way to help people. Whether it's just that you got through it and that helps people. Or whether in general... Sometimes we can't look back and we might not see the reason for it, but I just have to believe there's so much synchronicity in the world. There's so much that happens that we don't, you know, kind of behind the curtain of of the Oz thing, that we don't understand how the levers got pulled and all kinds of things like that. 
But sometimes the right thing just shows up. So we have to understand, like,